0: Hold on guys, excuse me, excuse me, I I got it, I got it, Deion Sanders is calling me right now, hold on, and he puts on a Bears uniform, I would embrace it in a heartbeat. (laughs) Welcome to another edition of Fantasy Impact Today, your show for fantasy sports. I don't want to say fantasy baseball. Guys, we started this with fantasy baseball. That's when we were going to do it. And then um, can I safely say that we haven't had any really fantasy baseball news to talk about for a long time? It kind of put a damper on our show. That would be accurate.
1: It's been a while. It has been a while.
0: So we had we had some great draft shows. I I like those. And then we we kept going, hoping that things would change. But then we then wasn't unplanned because we do like to talk about sports. We do like to talk about life. And we were going to have a football dedication, of course, whenever football season rolled around. But now I don't know if football season really ever ends because we we've had some exciting days of football ever since the beginning of the year, all the way from free agency. And then of course, last weekend uh, with the draft that I, man, I kind of like the draft a lot. How did, what did you guys think about your draft about draft night?
2: They, they had 17 and a half million viewers, I think, which is one of their highest rated drafts, but the way they ran it was just kind of, you could tell they were milking all the ad revenue they could get with delays and picks and everything, you know, um, a lot of the fans and us too were like, "Hey, come on! Announce the next pick. Let's go!"
3: Yeah,
2: it was well, a little bit
3: awkward. Goodell was like, he he couldn't even. It was he was super awkward. It was, and he would like turn around. and He was like trying to like pump up the people, like the fans that were on the screen behind him or something. I don't know if you guys. caught yeah. that, but He was yeah. like. He was like, "Come on, guys! You know, like." <laughs> I don't know. It was just weird. And then he, he messed up. I don't know if you guys caught it, but he announced cause he was you know how it was supposed to be in Vegas this year. Right. Um, and so he announced that Vegas would be another year. And instead of saying the year that they're going to have it, have it in Vegas again, he just said, well, I'm proud to announce that, um, Las Vegas will be hosting the
0: 2020 draft and it's like well you're on the 2020 draft right now you idiot <laughs> yeah, that that I, my hats are off to the NFL because they they can they figured out ways you know they it, they didn't let this necessarily stop them i'm sure when this was thrown at their at their feet the pandemic and, and all the covid-19 it it could have just made everything just come to a screeching halt, but instead they just problem solved and like the NFL does, and they've been on the they, they've been on the fast track always to making rule changes, uh, technology, accepting technology and embracing it and furthering the game. And I think they did that this time with the draft as well. My hats off to them because they could have thrown in the towel and just said let's just delay it, but instead they moved forward and that was pretty cool to see them do that.
1: There, there was a lot that, that had to go on and go perfectly for that to happen. I mean, there was uh. so many cameras in so many places, so many, uh, <laughs> draft picks had, you know, people in their house, uh, you know, videos going while they're doing it. And everything pretty much went off with, with minor hitches. You had <laughs> these bit tidbits of gold where, uh, A girlfriend got pulled off a uh, dude's lap, or uh, a phone got jerked, (laughs) jerked out of a hand, or uh, Vrabel's Vrabel's headquarters is just, I mean, perfect. That was that's TV platinum right there I and mean, it's just wonderful stuff
0: it, there's a lot of balls that they were juggling. You think about how hard it is just to get us four together sometimes uh, to do a podcast and and the tech the technology has to all come together just right sometimes it seems like it, it, I mean it's difficult just to do this a simple podcast let alone have all these video streams coming in from all over and then banding out to someplace else. That's a lot of stuff to do. We have a lot of stuff to do, too, in this show. So let's stay on track here a little bit. We, we of course, are Fantasy Impact Today. You can get in touch with us at fi today with a little underscore on Twitter. You can email us, today at Yahoo.com. One of the things I saw, fellas, when I was watching the draft, and, and you know I'm not a big college football fan. I'm going to be a little bit along for the ride on this show because you guys are steering this, because I know you guys watch a lot of college football, a lot more than I do. I am a good evaluator of talent. So I just have to watch five or 10 minutes so I can know who the NFL players are. That's all I want to know. That's all I want to see. And, and, but but you guys like to watch these entire four-hour-long contests of 100 hundred points a game, and I just can't sit down for all that. I, just, I, I like defense. And one of the things I noticed, though, was I recognized a lot of the players which means that many of those players came from the SEC. Am I right? Yes. Roll Tide.
3: Almost half of the the picks in the first round were SEC players.
0: The most first-round draft picks in the 2020 draft was 15 of them from the SEC? LSU alone had as many first-rounders as both the Big Ten and the Big 12. That's that's
2: crazy. And Alabama was right behind them with four, which is interesting because – Ohio State fans were going buck wild over the fact that their guy got picked first and within the first, you know, 10 or 15 picks. But as you stated, Wes, SEC dominated again this year.
3: Well, um, the, it, it, did you see that the, the first three, is the first time that the first three picks in the draft were all teammates at one point in time? Yeah.
0: Huh. Oh, because Joe, he, Burrow, played because Joe Burrow played at Ohio State. Joe Burrow
3: played at Ohio State.
0: Yeah, no, I didn't know that. Opening night, first first night of the draft. I I'll be honest with you, I kind of watched it. I watched a lot of the draft on Twitter, uh, which means I just really look at the tweets. It was far more amusing than watching the commentators comment about things. I think Twitter's a lot better than the commentators are. I kept waiting for the Bears' draft pick the first night, and there just was not one, so I didn't I didn't really care to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I
1: think our text feed is it was more entertaining than the first round of the draft.
0: <laughs> so if we look at the first round by school, what LSU had 5, Alabama had 4, Ohio State with 3, Auburn had 2. I that that it didn't surprise me because I did watch them and I know they got a couple of big fellas and once again it's the SEC. So I I understand I'm very thankful. I live in SEC country and I get to watch those games more often than not. Uh, Georgia had 2, Oklahoma had 2 and TCU had 2 as well. That that was
2: yeah, from si.com. This is the 14th straight year the SEC had the most elections. So it all means more.
0: So in the in the first round, do we have to go? Or do we do we need to talk about Joe Burrow again, or is my genius just enough that uh, from past shows that that that's all we need to talk about him? Is there anybody in the first round? Let's just say, let me maybe the first five picks. Uh, Chase Young, he's going to be a stud, is he not? I hate that he went to the Redskins. Yes. I hate that because it, cause it yeah. just it seems like a jinx.
1: Unfortunately, you just think something bad is going to happen to him going to Washington. But he should be a generational talent for the Redskins as long as the curse doesn't catch up with
0: him. What'd you guys think about uh, Tua going to the Dolphins? I, I, when I put the Dolphins under a little microscope, I I thought they had a great off season, not just Tua's addition, but uh, they picked up what Jordan Howard. They ended up trading for Matt Breida at some point, right? They yeah. drafted a tackle, another tackle, an offensive tackle in the first round to protect Tua, a cornerback in the Jackson. first round, yeah, a cornerback in the first round, too. I got a feeling that both the Bills, who made that big uh, Stephon Diggs trade, and Miami, maybe they see the New England Patriot window closing, possibly, just a little bit, you know, maybe maybe they see all these players leaving, maybe they see the Tom Brady leaving, and they're like, hey, if we ever had a chance, now's the chance. Yeah. We got to kick them while they're down.
1: Yeah. That that window is closing fast. I mean, it, it, it doesn't look good in Patriots country. I, I like Jarrett Stidham. I, I really hope he does well. I've got a autograph card sitting in my uh, fireproof box, uh, hoping that he's, <laughs> he, he's going to be a starter for a few years. Hoping that card becomes a little bit more valuable, but yeah, they lost a lot more than just Brady and, and some others. They've, They've been slowly bleeding for the last couple of years, and uh, I don't think they're going to have what it takes to get back to the Super Bowl anytime soon.
3: Oh, I don't even. You can you can mark this down. I don't even have them making the playoffs this year.
0: Wow. All
1: right. Yeah. I mean, that's beside the point. But for the longest time, it was Super Bowl or bust for them. So, yeah, that's yeah, that's not going to happen.
2: Yeah. I mean, we like to think that good things will last forever, but. They don't, and with the loss of who they lost with Brady and Gronk, you name it, eventually the Patriots' run will come to an end. And, yeah, West. maybe the, Dolph- the Dolphins will come, come out roaring in the next couple of years with Tua behind the uh, center, but you never know.
0: Well, uh, you guys say what you want. Uh, I think you guys said the same thing about me when I drafted all those running backs a couple of years ago and I went on to win the national or win our fantasy championship too. So we'll have to wait and see what old Bill Belichick has up his sleeve. I'm not going to count that guy out.
3: I have a lot of, or not a lot, but I have a couple of Detroit Lions fan fan friends who uh, were real ticked about the Jeff Okuda pick at number three. One of my friends was like, man, he, they could have traded up and picked they could have traded Matt Stafford and gotten to uh, just like then all this other stuff, but instead you just draft a cornerback in, with your first pick.
0: Uh, Cornerbacks are important though in this yeah. day and age. If you if you look at how many wide receivers went in the first round, you better have some people guarding those wide receivers, or else you're going to be eight up all day. This uh, game has turned uh, NFL and co- well college yeah. has really dictated the speed of the of the of football and the NFL is following suit with that and I think that's when one of the Patriots problems over the last couple of years is actually their speed is is so far behind everybody else everybody else is starting to speed up really really fast and look more like the college game but you had Bill Belichick uh, zigging while everybody else zagged and he still had the fullback in the, in the backfield half the time and uh, it was just a different it was a different feel so I disagree with your Detroit Lions fans because I think yeah, but that
3: if you think about it, the they they have no one Stafford is on the down slope with injuries and, and everything going on with him. And you need somebody who you can build around, somebody young who you can build around you can't you don't build a team around a cornerback. Yeah. You build a team around a quarterback. So they need it, or or you know, a linebacker or something like. You, you build a defense around a linebacker. You build the offense around the quarterback. So hold on, guys. It, but, excuse me. But, excuse those.
0: me. I got. I got. A, I got a, Deion Sanders is calling me right now. Hold on.
1: <laughs> but do yeah, but, but sta- do you hold on? Hold on. Do, do you really build a defense around a linebacker anymore?
2: No, you don't. And what is what are games won by? They're not won by defense or won by points. So yes, defense wins championships, right? But games are won with offense. And when you try when you draft a cornerback in the first round, number three pick, you're sending the wrong message. I, I still,
1: I still disagree. I, I think Okuda was a was a good pick. He's unless he just bombs out, he, he's gonna he should be a lockdown corner if everything goes as to pl- goes to plan. Of course, number three pick, we know how all, we all know. How that goes.
3: But
2: you're talking about one of the worst teams in the NFL, man. How's a quarterback yeah. going to make a difference for them?
3: A cornerback is whole, only going to make a difference for like a few plays a game whenever the ball is thrown to them. That's the only time that they're really going right, to make but, only a few time, plays a game.
1: But those plays that they can make make a difference. But I'm not finished. They, they, can, they can build their defense this year. Stafford is still a good quarterback he's still a a good enough quarterback to make it in the NFL next year if you're still struggling go get Trevor Lawrence
0: I would agree with you and if you look at first the little first little page here that we have, the first 10 11 picks you see several tackles of course everybody wants to strengthen their offensive line I think You got less of an opportunity of failing if you have an offensive tackle, or if you if you draft a lineman instead of drafting a positional player. So those are safe picks. But you also see what three quarterbacks, one, two, you see two cornerbacks, you see uh, uh, what was that total of one, two, three, four, five? Five out of the top eleven picks that we're looking at here were defensive players. Almost half, and I'm taking the tackles out of the situation, out of the linemen. And then the rest of them are quarterbacks. So they're everybody's strengthening their defense. You guys say, I think defense is very valuable. It's still very important. Uh, you look at somebody like Isaiah Simmons, who went to the Cardinals. Cardinals are loaded on offense right now. They, they feel like they're loaded, right? And so they needed that guy to play multiple positions that have to guard everywhere. And every kind of person. Isaiah Simmons is that guy. What he lined up at like every position, I think, for Clemson or something like that on the defensive side of the ball?
1: Almost. Uh,
0: and and so he's he's versatile and that's what they're looking for is versatility when it comes to the defensive side of the ball because guess what? Your your wide receivers are almost as big as your tight ends, but as fast as, as wide receivers. Your running backs go out and catch a bunch of passes. Uh your tight ends are now about the same size and the same speed the good ones are that that they're just it presents defenses with so many different challenges that i think defense is going to be very very important in the future henry ruggs was the first wide receiver off the board to the raiders i'm sorry all you alabama fans you guys got to put up with that now right roll tide till i die (laughs)
1: Uh, i honestly don't care what what team any of these players go to i mean i've never been a big miami fan but hey two was on there i'll I'm going to root for
0: him. Yeah, and then yeah. You know what? Jerry Judy went like three or four picks later. So Al, so Tua was surrounded with those two wide receivers. I don't know if the wide receivers made Tua or if Tua made the wide receivers. I'm not sure. But uh, they, they, hand in hand, you had three of those offensive players going in the top 15 picks for for the University of Alabama. That's that was unheard of. 10 years ago or before the Saban era. Anyway, you think back to some of those quarterbacks and some of those wide receivers we used to have guys. Uh, (laughs) Now, now it's, it's it's a completely different game.
1: Yeah. I mean, Tua Tua completed that, uh, that perfection for, for Saban having every, every major position drafted in the first round. Tim brought that up our, our draft uh, night feed. And that's, I mean, that's just awesome, and that's un, unreal just thinking about it. You know, even, like you said, 10 years ago, who, I mean, who would have thought that Alabama would have had a quarterback picked in the first round?
0: Wide receivers, you know, the, the big tradition of Julio Jones and Amari Cooper, and I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody, but those guys have made a pretty big impact in uh, at the NFL the, nowadays who else did you see here that jumped out at you was there any steals in the first round that you guys thought
3: oh cd lamb he was a steal for the cowboys i'm surprised he he uh made it to the 17th pick
0: yeah they didn't even have to trade up for him or anything he just they just it just fell to him
3: yeah he's going to be a game changer
0: i i like justin jefferson i thought he did a fantastic job at lSU what, he set a school record for the most receptions or something. And they've had a couple of wide receivers there. I think one of them name was Odell Beckham, maybe, there at LSU. So he did that all too out of the slot position. 100, I think, of his 111 catches were out of the slot. I think 17 out of his 18 touchdowns were out of the slot. And he's going to go to the Vikings. And I believe they're going to let him replace Stefan Diggs, who was their primary slot receiver. So that was a great pickup by the Vikings.
3: I'll go ahead and say this. If Beckham had Joe Burrow as quarterback, Beckham would have destroyed Jefferson's numbers. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Beckham never had a quarterback. So Beckham got a lot of tosses and, and sweeps and reverses and stuff. That That's how he got all his plays. You didn't get much in the passing game.
1: If, if I'm going to have to pick a steal, I've got two. Both of them are tackles. I'm going to go with... Tristan worse to uh, Tampa Bay at 13. Mm-hmm. He was talked about, you know, as high as six or seven. And I know t- uh, Tampa Bay traded up to get him, but that's, uh, that's outstanding uh, to gr- to grab him at, at 13. After all the talk over the preseason,
0: he had uh, to be, he had to be part of the package deal that got Brady to Tampa too. Right. Brady probably said, "I'm not coming there unless you draft a tackle in the first round." That ain't gonna happen, All right? Uh, and the
1: other guy I was going to mention would be from Tennessee uh, with with Isaiah Wilson. Uh, they needed a tackle. Isaiah is a mauler in the run game, and you know that's what Tennessee is. Tennessee is a run-first offense, and you know, stop us if you can. And this this kid can absolutely pancake, folks.
0: Okay, what what happened with C uh, A C E H? What happened with O'Clyde uh, Clyde Edwards? What how do you say his last name? Hilaire. Hilaire? What what happened with him? Because I thought he wasn't going to get drafted until the second or third round. A lot of people were talking about him falling to Tampa Bay, and you know this is going to complete Brady's dream of going to Tampa and winning a, a championship. And then all of a sudden, I saw this, and I was like, "What? He went he went to the Chiefs? And and how many running backs do the Chiefs actually need?"
1: The draft day story was that was Mahomes' pick. They asked, oh. they asked him who he wanted, and he said, "I want Clyde."
3: Shows sure you how much faith uh, Mahomes has in his running backs.
0: Yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I I bet you they did. I bet you in Green Bay they did the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. They said, "Who do you want?"
3: <laughs> and oh, he gross. said,
0: "We want. I want Jordan Love." Is what <laughs> Aaron Rodgers talk said. about it?
3: Talk about a disrespectful pick to do that when you have aaron Rodgers as your quarterback you trade up to draft a guy from utah state to and and you're gonna a, you, a guy who you're gonna sit on the bench at least for this year i don't see <laughs> with that pick i don't see the packers keeping aaron Rodgers. he's he's gonna he's not gonna finish his career as a packer
1: oh did yeah did y'all see see that Fav chimed in today on that situation Yeah, I did. I I
3: saw that uh, saw that today, but I had said this in my to a a friend of mine the day of the the pick, and I was just blown away.
2: Yeah, I was saying that. I'm reading the same thing on ESPN. You know, I mean, let's look at the facts, though, guys. He's 36. He's not no. He's not no Tom Brady with his TB12 flexibility routine. So, uh, facts is facts. Green Bay is preparing for the time when Rodgers is no longer at peak performance, which he's getting that way at 36. Same age as me, you know, just saying. Although, I am a spring chicken. He's not going to get, you know, Rodgers is not going to get traded for a while. He's got a salary cap that won't won't let him get traded until about 2021. But, you know, they're, they're playing the long game. Disrespectful as it may have been to Rodgers' ego, um, the general manager and the owner of the Packers has a duty to make the best team possible. So if they felt like Jordan Love was the guy and that's who they picked and it's a game of chess, not checkers.
3: But my thing is you don't trade up in the first round to pick a guy who you're just going to sit on the bench for a couple of years.
2: Well, well, Hey, I just watched Moneyball. Maybe they saw something in Jordan Love's stats and you know, <laughs> Billy Bean is running that back office there and he sees something with Jordan Love that says, Hey, give this guy a couple years as the backup QB and when Rodgers is done with his contract or when he retires Jordan Love can step in and produce that that Super Bowl that they're looking for
3: why not you can kind of, why not try to win now Rodgers is still capable of leading a team to a Super Bowl
2: and he will do that maybe if you know if he doesn't break down at 36 however they they're playing the long game and if you know we got to remember that these guys aren't dumb and they're going to pick the best player for their team in that first round. I mean, they have to. There's money involved, and, and that's what this all boils down to. It's not about who's going to be you know, the most popular or whatever. That that plays in a part, but in the end, they all have to answer to their shareholders and, and make money for the owner. So obviously Jordan Love came up as a steal for them as, you know, what, 26th pick in the first round. He was still available, so they went for him. Give it a couple years. We'll come back to this episode in 2023 when the Packers win the Super Bowl championship against the Dolphins and beat Tua after he breaks his hip again.
0: Aaron Rodgers. Well, let me, let me say this. <clears throat> Peyton Manning has thrown 293 touchdowns to first-round selections. Eli Manning has thrown 135 to players drafted in the first round. Brett Favre, 127. Drew Brees has thrown 104 touchdowns. To first-round selections, Aaron Rodgers, in 15 seasons, has thrown one touchdown pass to a first-round pick, and that was to a tight end named Mercedes Lewis, who we all know and love. Wow! Uh,
2: so you're saying he's here. not as good as we think he is?
0: Well, or they haven't surrounded him with any talent, and they've leaned on him heavily. I, I'm a, I, as a as a Bears fan. I've watched Green Bay. and and Aaron Rodgers, and I've seen him stick it to us so many different times, and and, and just, you know, Aaron Rodgers is one of those players I love to hate, but I respect so much, and I hope that this Jordan Love thing blows up in the Packers' face, and Aaron Rodgers wants to stick it to Green Bay, and he puts on a Bears uniform. I would embrace it in a heartbeat.
2: (laughs) Well, Well, hey, let me ask you this, though. How many Super Bowls has Aaron Rodgers won? One in 2010. How many has Joe Flacco won? One in 2012. So who's the better quarterback? It doesn't matter because they've only won one. So if Jordan Love comes in and gets two, three Super Bowls in the next 10, 15 years, was it a good pick?
0: well it definitely would be a good pick but it also depends on who they surround him with maybe they surround him with better talent because jordan love isn't as talented so they get better talent around the outside instead of uh hoping and wishing that the quarterback carries not only their offense but their defense somehow uh it's it's it, you know it's it is a complicated game mark and i hear what you're saying and i understand what you're saying but at the same time you uh you know there wasn't a lot of wide receivers to choose from in the you know later rounds or in, you know the second round and so forth a lot of those number those big wide receiver names that we saw and that everybody likes with the Justin Jeffersons and the Judys and all that stuff those players were already gone off the board but but maybe there was somebody else that that they could have picked instead it did seem like a slap in the face there are reports that they are tired of Aaron Rodgers mind games and his power trip in in Green Bay so this will be something that continues to fold. I don't think it's going to happen this year. It'll probably end up happening sometime in the offseason because it's just a little bit too late in the year for a quarterback to change teams at this point. But uh, that, this story is not over by any means.
3: That just yeah. blew me away that the this is the probably the best wide receiver draft class we've ever seen, and the Packers didn't draft one wide receiver. Of all of those wide receivers that were out there, they didn't draft one.
1: And they didn't have to do it in the first round; they could have done it
2: in second.
3: Yeah, they didn't do it any of the rounds. <laughs> <So>.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, well, it's like Wes said; it's they're maybe they're tired of Rodgers' games. And li- listen, it's a professional organization, and it's about the money. So if they're tired of what Rogers is doing, they made a mistake extending his contract in 2018. They're preparing to get rid of him, and. He's he's not delivered a Super Bowl since 2010, guys. So it, winning matters. Nothing else matters. It doesn't matter if you finish second in the you know NFC division or the AFL. It does not matter. So if Rodgers can't deliver with the talent that he has, then he needs to go. And if Jordan loves the guy they picked, you guys gotta. It's all about the dollar. That's that's it. So roll tide.
3: I was going to mention this too Did you, the probably the most confusing pick of the entire draft was in round four when the Jets drafted James Morgan from Florida International. Why do you need to draft a quarterback <laughs> to when you have a young quarterback in Sam Darnold who look at, he's getting better what what in the world? Like I, I heard somebody talking about it like you drafted a quarterback project. Why do you need to have a quarterback project? Why why aren't you focused on Sam Darnold as your quarterback? You go and draft. I think they traded for to to get the that pick for James Morgan. And they did. That, just, <laughs> that is probably the most mind boggling pick of the entire draft.
2: Well, what set me off for mind boggling picks was the Patriots taking Kyle Duggar at safety from Lenore Ryan. I had to look that up. NCAA Division II. I, I was thinking, my why is why are the New England Patriots drafting a Division Two team player um, as their first draft pick, and they, you know, they traded away for him essentially? I just didn't understand that, and I was shocked. You're used to seeing the powerhouse schools go in the first several rounds, and then you have this random outlier of, uh, Kyle Duggar from a uh, Division Two team.
1: I will say this: he had a extremely good Senior Bowl uh, showing. Uh, we get to see and hear all, all sorts of stuff <clears throat> from that being here in uh, South Alabama. Uh, and he put on a show through workouts, through the game, uh, all the, uh, you know, the backstage stuff, the uh, meeting with the teams and uh, practices and stuff like that. He's he, he has a quite the capability of becoming a top-notch pro bowler.
0: Yeah, I also heard that uh, he was. You know, when a lot of people are going to say this, but I think it was true. Uh, Bill Belichick is one of those guys who is going to research. You know, I'm not going. I'm not going to doubt Bill. Bill's uh, picks. I'm, I'm just not going to do it. He's going to. They're going to have to fail before I think. And he's. You know, not, not the greatest draft picker in the world, but he's a mad scientist in there sometimes. And what from what I've heard, uh, Duggar was one of those guys who was the first one there at the facility and the last one to leave. He was always working. He was always studying film. And it just really sounded like that was one of Bill Belichick's kind of guys. Yeah. Hey, fellas, that was a good first round draft. We, we kind of dipped into the second round. We dipped it a little bit into the fourth round. We're going to do that more on our next show. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Fantasy Impact Today. Once again, you, you can get in touch with us, today at yahoo.com. Follow us on Twitter. I don't, who's who's going to be in charge of our Twitter stuff? You guys, ever, we gotta we gotta find a Twitter person because you don't want me to to you know use the English language on a on a text feed. I don't think or on a Twitter feed. I don't think you guys want that. But you can follow us on Twitter. Fi today with a little underscore there. And that's next time on the show we will be going over more of the draft picks, some headlines from the NFL, and then we will get into those draft rooms a little bit, fellas. Those draft rooms were very fun, and I want to talk a little bit more about that. Thank you so much for joining us, and remember, go out in the world and make an impact in it today.
1: I was just about to bring up the uh, Chicago uh, second-round draft day. That's, That's why right, I thank you Dang it! <laughs>
3: yeah.